News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The degenerative, rare and life-limiting mitochondrial disease affects just three people in Ireland. Two of them are the children of our next guest, Liz Dixon. I spoke with Liz earlier. I began by asking her to tell us about her two children, Tommy and Grace, and also what is mitochondrial disease? Sure. Yeah. So Tommy and Grace are are five and six and they have a very rare mitochondrial disease. It's really about energy production and the energy the body needs to function. What it presents like is mainly a visual impairment. You know, they both have a significant visual impairment. And then after that, Tommy would have kind of low muscle tone and the traits of dyspraxia, whereas Grace has a kind of combination of high and low tone. So she wears leg braces and she would use a wheelchair when we go out and about because her legs just wouldn't have the energy to kind of keep going for any long distance you know it's a very rare thing there's only as far as we know there are just three cases in Ireland of this particular mitochondrial disease Uh, three cases and 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 two of them being Tommy and Grace yeah yeah uh, the other practical impacts, uh, uh, like colds, tummy bugs, things like that, yeah. they they can be really harmful uh, to them and really, really yeah. not, knock the wind out of them. That's it, exactly. You know, we have to be, I suppose, careful about those things. It comes back to this energy production. Tummy bugs in particular now can really knock them out and inevitably they will have a hospital admission and they probably spent three nights in Temple Street with a drip with lipids and liquids just to make sure that they're just getting some energy into them same with colds tommy tends to be the one that gets really flattened with the cold and like that if he gets any kind of upper respiratory tract infection often will end up you know going in through a and e and ending up with an admission i'm just thinking liz like five and six years old um it must be really difficult for them i mean do they do they understand how much do they understand and do they get kind of very frustrated no, I have to give them that. They both have a resilience to them, actually. I mean, Grace is particularly determined. They're just kids. <laughs> you know, they just, they're lovely little kids and they want to have fun and they want to play and they want to spend time with family and friends. I don't know exactly how much they understand. I mean, I suppose they do recognise um, and they're aware that they can't keep up with their peers all the time, but they get on with it. They're yeah. they're pretty strong. I I love the story I I heard um from from the the, the GoFundMe page about uh, Tommy's uh, back brace which he'd fitted due to oh, to yeah. a curvature in his spine and that it it, it was it was uh, painted to match his favorite superhero. That's right. Yeah. So so Tommy has kyphosis of the spine. I think people would be more familiar with scoliosis, but kyphosis is another similar disease. And he has to wear this very uncomfortable, very rigid back brace, which is hard for a little fella, as you can imagine. But uh, we just put a thing up online. My husband, Kevin, put a thing up online saying, would anyone be able to decorate it? You know, it was just a clear perspex at the time. And this lovely man in, in Crumlin called Liam said he would do it. And he did this fabulous job. So Tommy now wears his armour. That's what he calls it. His Iron Man armour. Oh, it looks just like Iron Man. And, uh, you know, we tell him it gives him special powers. And, and all that. Oh, So, yeah, it was brilliant. great. And people have shown that kind of kindness to us. It's been amazing. Can I ask you, Liz, I was, I was asking you about Tommy and Grace, but can I ask you uh, about you and your husband, Kevin? And, and I, I hope I'm not being intrusive in asking this question, but 
like to get such shattering news that that you got yeah. um, in December twenty twenty, I think it was. You said, yeah, in December twenty twenty, and it had been a long run into her diagnosis. Her eye had turned in February twenty twenty, and that's where that's what our starting point was. It's hard to describe. I think what that experience is of of being in a doctor's surgery and hearing the term life limiting, like that is honestly the last thing you would just ever expect and it's in hindsight when I go back and I think of all the specialists and the tests and the consultants I wonder how that didn't dawn on me but it just didn't and we were in Crumlin Hospital when we got the news and I just remember thinking the doctor was very kind um, to myself and Kevin and really gentle with us but the minute she said that you know that term life limiting I felt like the air just got sucked out of that room and I remember looking at a little window and there was this tiny little window. It was only open a crack. And I just thought, is there any way I can get out that window? <laughs> is there any way I can just get out of here? Um, but then I suppose we came home together and, you know, I found it very difficult to talk about it at the time. Actually, Kevin had to do all that. He had to kind of tell family. Um, and I really just couldn't speak <laughs> for, for, for a while. You know, I just couldn't speak to anyone but Kevin, really. Um, and at the same time, I suppose you just have to get on with it. You know, there's just a practicality to it. You have to look after the kids and you have to mind them and also enjoy them. So, you know, it it is absolutely devastating. And yet life continues. Um, And while all that's going on, unfortunately, I think every parent of a child with any kind of disability will really, this will resonate with them you also have to fight and yeah. a lot of energy goes into fighting for them. Tommy, for example, didn't get an SNA when he started school and we spent months in a battle trying to make sure that he just got what he was entitled to. And sometimes I wonder, is that a defensive thing as well? You know, it's somewhere to put your energy, but it just also has to be done. And same now with disability services. I'm sure I think you've had people on the show before talking about that. Yeah. Disability service is non-existent and that's just another fight that we have to have now. That was uh, Liz Dixon uh, speaking to me a little bit earlier, as well as being an incredible mother to Tommy and Grace. Liz is a much loved and a brilliant teacher in my kids' school, uh, school Katrina, and they have set up a GoFundMe page to help with, I suppose, practical things like medical devices, uh, equipment, and also uh, and various things. But also, I suppose, look, their their time is is heartbreakingly precious, and I suppose the people behind the page want their time to be filled with as much enjoyment as possible. If you would like to contribute uh, to, uh, to 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 this go uh, to this uh, fund, you can go to the GoFundMe uh, website, type in Tommy and Grace's Adventure Fund and you can uh, make a contribution there uh, Skull Katrina is also arranging a fundraiser in support of Tommy and Grace Nevin Maguire the brilliant chef brilliant man brilliant person brilliant chef he has uh, so typical of him given up his time uh, fr- uh, fr- uh, and services free of charge for a cookery demonstration in the Carton Hotel uh, Dublin Airport on the 4th of October. Tickets for that are available from Helen in Skull Katrina. The number is 8370762. But look, you probably won't be able to jot that down now. Just look up Skull Katrina Glasnevin on the website and the photograph will be there. If you want to support that, uh, I'll definitely be. Uh, yeah, be I might go along myself. That, that yeah. sounds fantastic. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News